we don't even, you know, our politicians don't even care about our own border and our own sovereignty. They're going to care when, unfortunately, because of the tunnel, the sophisticated tunnel systems, one that we just, my team uncovered uh, two weeks before Christmas, you're not hearing this being talked about anywhere. Um, and I have been trying to sound the alarm. I wish I could get on Tucker Carlson because they need to understand. And I, I have friends in the legislature in Arizona, and I was talking to them about this, and they didn't even know this tunnel existed. And I went live. We had this administration, Biden's administration. Interestingly enough, with this particular tunnel on the Yuma sector border, it was the high. And tunnels aren't new. We have tunnels all up and down the borders, northern southern borders. But what is interesting is that how sophisticated these tunnels actually are. And Dan, I know I've talked to you about this and I wanna connect the dots with this because this is what's keeping me up at night and my security team. We have, um, when you have a tunnel that has fiber optics, that's number one red flag. And as you know, Chuck, you have to have a telecommunications company who actually will turn on that fiber optics for that tunnel system on both sides, both Mexico and the United States, because it runs underlings. Fortified walls and ceilings tell me that they don't want to have radar and different things to bounce off of them, right? And when looking at this particular tunnel and the area that it's at, there is no way. My team, I, I have a next level elite team that I'm so blessed to be involved with. They understand mining and they understand tunneling. And there is no way that this tunnel was not erected there without our own federal government and agencies knowing. And I believe that's the reason why the Biden administration had sent special uh, division within Homeland Security, two scientists and a three-letter agency who are all over this tunnel, securing it and sealing it off. Wow, wow. That was down in the Yuma area where you discovered that, correct? That is correct. And we actually discovered another one three hours um, Southern going back towards Texas and another heavily laden drug cartel, the Sinaloa have this particular region and sector in this different area of uh, Arizona. So we discovered there was another tunnel system that was very hush hush and they were exploring that as well, exploring it. I, and I say that loosely because I believe that these tunnel systems can be hundred percent utilized. We already know that there's terrorists coming over. They're allowing Russian military. The last time I was down at the border, me and my team took photographs and I've showed them. I'll send them to you, Dan, if you mm -hmm. want to put them up on your show or you can go to our website where we've got militias fully engaged with full on militia garb, AKs, autos with the cartel on our own soil. Um, and I believe that these Russian military and these Chinese nationals, when you look at them and you, you know, cause we hone in on what they actually look like, what their skin, if they have tattoos, there's different things that we look for if they're, you know, an accountant. And I can promise you, none of these guys are accountants. <laughs> and now Dan Happel's connecting the dots. Dude. Forget the men who died, who gave that right to me, and I gladly. 
Welcome to Connecting the Dots with Dan Happel. Thumper, we've got a special couple of gifts on today. Uh, we have, uh, do, I, well, I, I call her uh, a great, great friend, Christy Hutcherson from Women Fighting for America. Christy's been down on the border battling this stuff for the last couple of years in a big way. And I've got a special guest today in uh, Chuck Floyd. Uh, Chuck is has been involved in the architecture of the border security system. He was in charge of $60 billion worth of infrastructure in uh, the embassy reconstructions under the uh, Bush administration. Uh, he worked with Donald Trump on uh, designing and trying to implement the border security plan. And I'm telling you, what we've got going on right now along the border is an absolute travesty between the human trafficking and the fact that all this fentanyl, all these drugs are coming across. This thing is completely berserk. It's completely out of control. And of course, we all know, really, the, the main reason for that, the bottom line, is that they want to a global government uh, our traders in Washington are willing to sacrifice our nation and do it so they can have their Marxist technocratic world government. And I, you know, I'm making that comment right now. I say that every day. But uh, I want to welcome our guests, uh, Chuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you because it's been a long time since you've been on. I think maybe. I'm going to say at least a couple of years now. And uh, you contacted me not too long ago and said, Dan, we've got to get back on the border because there's so much going on. We've got to do something to stop this. Uh, Chuck Floyd, welcome to the program. Appreciate uh, you getting me back on because we are at a crisis. You look at uh, what the Democrats are doing. Uh, they've been doing this ever since Ronald Reagan uh, uh, pardon three million uh, illegals. And at that time, he was promised by Kennedy and many other Democrats and all Republicans, we will secure the border. But you got to do this first. Well, that's a demonstration of you never trust a Democrat on anything they say. And so you look at the, the presidents since Andrew Jackson forward, Trump has been the only one that has secured the border with intention. Uh, George Bush did it so-so. All the rest of them, they just did what they had to do to get by with the American public, but not now. I mean, Biden just has open borders, and you know this is just unbelievable. As you know, I was part of the Minuteman, uh, you know, what, 10, 15 years ago, back in the uh, 90s, and in 2000 area, and you know, it's changed on the border. I would go down there with the Minuteman and others. We, we did all kinds of drones, different things on the border. Uh, we had new technologies. We would uh, inform the CBP and where, where people were. They would come get them, take them away, process them. Now, it is very dangerous to be on the border. And when I was down there, Mex the Mexican cartels would shoot at us. 
And today it's much more dangerous. They have, you know, 50 cows and all kinds of other weapons, and they don't mind shooting anybody. And right now we're in the crisis of American history where President Biden is the enforcer and he is uh, enabling human trafficking like the world has never seen. And, you know, when I was down on the border, you know, 20 years ago, we would see the rape trees and all the trash and debris all over the place. Today, it's 10 times worse. And human trafficking, prostitution, drugs are coming into our country like crazy. This is a national security issue. We have over 150 uh, countries uh, delivering people across our border. And you look at China. China is our enemy. They are not only making fentanyl and sending it into Mexico to kill Americans, they are also threatening Taiwan. They are threatening our ability to have national security. You look at the balloon that they sent across the United States that President Biden would not shoot down as it entered Alaska. Why is that? Because he's been compromised. He, his son, his brother, his sister, his whole family have been taking money from Ukraine, the Russians, and Chinese for years. And so Biden is not going to do anything to help our national security. So again, we are at a crisis and you know we can talk about the different issues from the hospitals, the schools, the drugs, everything are coming across our border. And you know it, it, it's just unbelievable that the Congress so far under Republican uh, watch has not even talked about impeachment. You look at what they did to President Trump, two fictitious items, and also the Russia gate that Hillary Clinton invented paid for, and it, you know that was uh, at, at that time uh, listed as a legal expense. Well, <laughs> what happened to her? Nothing. Trump did a legal expense and look at what ha- what's happening to him. So I you know I applaud tr- President Trump for picking up the mantle on the southern border. We wrote a multi-tier security plan from a physical barrier to high technology to uh, teams that would uh, react immediately to hits on the border, et cetera. President Trump has been the only one uh, since Andrew Jackson way back when that has done anything serious about the border. And look at what they are trying to do to him. They're trying to destroy him because the Democrats want to change America forever. Our culture is changed. Our young people don't even know history anymore. You look at the recent surveys that have happened uh, by Fox News and others, where you know patriotism is at all-time low, community activity is at all-time low, going to church, family, all the things that we grew up with, all of our uh, standards, all of our history and 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 our culture, they're being disseminated in front of us. And so we have to have people stand up today and do something about this. Well, and that's a, a good start to the program, Chuck. Thank you. And um, you, you've had so much experience in this at the national level. You've worked with uh, your your uh, uh, retired uh, former Army, U.S. Yes. Army. 
you've done a lot of things along the border with the Trump administration, and I felt like it was necessary to introduce you to Christy Hutcherson, because Christy is the most active person that I know along the border on the human trafficking and many of the other issues. She literally is down there all the time, and uh, she has an armed guard uh, that follow her because she's gutsy enough to go down there and uh, take on some of these thorny issues. And I'll tell you what, this young lady, wait till you hear her speak. You're going to be, uh, I think you're going to become fast friends, no question about it. Christy, I want to introduce you because you are probably the most dynamic uh, protector of the border that I can think of. And under the Biden administration, we have, and these are just rough estimates, we have actually allowed 5 million at least uh, illegal aliens in the country in the last uh, two years and two months. I mean, this is incredible. Christy, welcome to the program. Hi, Dan. Hi, Chuck. It's nice Thank to uh, virtually meet you. Thank you yeah. for having me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to meet you, and I'm, I'm fully supporting everything you're doing because, again, this is a human trafficking tragedy. We are promoting uh, prostitution, all kinds of things, and Dan is, is right. We over 5 million that we know of, over a million gotaways, and so right now we have over 30 million illegals in our country that nobody wants to talk about. Well, you know, Chuck, um, I wish those numbers were actually accurate, but in reality, they're not. Um, you know, I've 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 traveled. I've spent over two and a half years specifically traveling not only the southern border, but you know, people forget the last two years we've had a northern border that's been wide open, and we're just now seeing some of that focus on the northern border. But as Dan knows, because he's had me on his show for a very long time, I've been sounding the alarm about the northern border for, for two plus years now as well. But we also have a west coast and an east coast border. And when you look at all of the, the systems that are in place, whether it's the private camera systems on the ranches, I mean, there's a lot of data and a lot of information that is not input into the um, federal government's uh, numbers, so to speak. And so when you look at really what the numbers in reality are, when we've calculated them, we're, we're somewhere upwards between the 10 to 12 million mark is where we're really in reality thinking. Um, and this is a problem. Not only is this administration actively engaged in um, atrocities like human trafficking, weapons trafficking, drugs trafficking, terrorist trafficking, uh, murder and rapists coming into our country, which all, by the way, should be uh, treasonous acts, and I would like to know where the backbone of the Republican Party is right now to put him up for treasonous charges, him and his whole administration, including Mayorkas, by the way. But one of the things that has really been keeping me up at night, I've been doing a very deep dive in the last 12 months in enemies at the gate. Why is this? In, and you, and I, I was so excited when I found out your background, Chuck, because I was like, you and I and Dan are going to have this incredible conversation. <laughs> Because we have to talk about, you know, those things are threats and they're very, very serious national security threats. And I'm going to tell you the most important national security we have right now, having both the northern and southern border open. Um, we've got China. We have Russia. We have Iran actively working with the transnational criminal organizations, a.k.a. the different cartels mm -hmm. inside Central and South America. And 
this right here should be the number one concern and the shift and the mind shift of every single, um, not only American, but our Congress and our Senate should be shifting their focus on exactly what we're going to talk about today that we've uncovered. Well, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, even during the Bush administration, we saw that activity in Central and South America, and it's gotten much worse. And again, you are absolutely right. Again, China is our enemy. They are, you know, actually sending in people into Central and South America, helping the cartels. I mean, you look at what's going on, you know, we're trying to protect Syria and Ukraine, et cetera. We don't even, you know, our politicians don't even care about our own border and our own sovereignty. They're going to care when, unfortunately, because of the tunnel, the sophisticated tunnel systems, one that we just, my team, uncovered uh, two weeks before Christmas, you're not hearing this being talked about anywhere. Um, and I have been trying to sound the alarm. I wish I could get on Tucker Carlson because they need to understand. And I, I have friends in the legislator in Arizona, and I was talking to them about this, and they didn't even know this tunnel existed. And I went live. We had this administration, Biden's administration, interestingly enough, with this particular tunnel on the Yuma sector border, it was the high, and tunnels aren't new. We have tunnels all up and down the borders, northern, southern borders. But what is interesting is that how sophisticated these tunnels actually are. And Dan, I know I've talked to you about this and I want to connect the dots with this because this is what's keeping me up at night and my security team. We have, um, when you have a tunnel that has fiber optics, that's number one red flag. And as you know, Chuck, you have to have a telecommunications company who actually will turn on that fiber optics for that tunnel system on both sides, both Mexico and the United States, because it runs under links. Fortified walls and ceilings tell me that they don't want to have radar and different things to bounce off of them, right? And when looking at this particular tunnel and the area that it's at, there is no way. I, my team, I, I have a next level elite team that I'm so blessed to be involved with. They understand mining and they understand tunneling. And there is no way that this tunnel was not erected there without our own federal government and agencies knowing. And I believe that's the reason why the Biden administration had sent special uh, division within Homeland Security, two scientists and a three-letter agency who are all over this tunnel, securing it and sealing it off. Wow, wow. That was down in the Yuma area where you discovered that, correct? That is correct. And we actually discovered another one three hours um, Southern going back towards Texas and another heavily laden drug cartel, the Sinaloa have this particular region and sector in this different area of uh, Arizona. So we discovered there was another tunnel system that was very hush hush and they were exploring that as well, exploring it. I, and I say that loosely because I believe that these tunnel systems can be 100% utilized. We already know that there's terrorists coming over. They're allowing Russian military. The last time I was down at the border, me and my team took photographs and I've showed them. I'll send them to you, Dan, if you mm -hmm. want to put them up on your show or you can go to our website where we've got militias fully engaged with full on militia garb, AKs, autos with the cartel on our own soil. Um, and I believe that these Russian military and these Chinese nationals, when you look at them and you, you know, because we hone in on what they actually look like, what their skin, if they have tattoos, there's different things that we look for if they're, you know, an accountant. And I can promise you none of these guys are accountants. <laughs> well, uh, Christy, that's why I wanted you on with Chuck, because Chuck has worked with very, very sophisticated detection systems. Uh, that was his 
expertise. And when he put together a program for the Trump administration, he put it together with the uh, knowledge that there was a lot of stuff going under the mm -hmm. fence underground as well. And he put detection systems into the Trump plan that are now completely scrapped under old Biden. So, uh, Chuck, maybe you might want to kind of describe some of the things that you worked on sure. with that system. Sure. Uh, in, in the military, I was uh, part of what we call MFO, the Multinational Peacekeeping Force in the Sinai Desert. And so we had to uh, completely control the Sinai Desert. I had many trips into Israel, looked at their fence, the touch fence, uh, what they did underground, above ground. And so we had a lot of those systems employed along the southern border. And again, DHS fought a lot of lot of this, and uh, you know, because they, they didn't want to do a lot of the sophisticated measures that we wanted to do. And so it, it ended up when Trump started building the wall that it was mainly the fiscal wall, and then. We did some underground and also touch uh, fence and uh, radar and different things so that we could have a multi-layered security plan and we just didn't depend on the fiscal barrier. So I can't get into a lot of detail on that because of NDA, but uh, you know we did a lot of that uh, across the southern border. And again, with, if Trump had been successful in the funding, it would cost several billion dollars to do the entire southern border. And again, we had other techniques along the northern border border because the northern border is so different. Uh, as you know, with the different trees and mountains, et cetera, it's in wide, some wide open areas. So it's entirely different. So the southern border <clears throat> had its own security plan and the northern border had its own security plan, especially the Great Lakes area, those are that area up there. And so, you know, we... We know that you know what has to be done. <laughs> the technology is there to do it, but again, now with Biden, it's just open. Nobody does anything. Uh, all the stuff that we did is scrap. You, you know, probably the, the illegal immigration, as many as that we have in our country today, probably cost uh, at least seventy billion dollars a year in hospitals and schools and all the other expenses that we have to do to take care of illegals. And it would cost a few, just a few billion dollars to finish the wall. But the politicians don't want to do it. Uh, again, you go back and look at what happened with uh, Ronald Reagan and the Democrats uh, messing him over, and th they used the California model. And so California became a sanctuary state early on. And so they had an influx of illegals into the state. And over time, they let them get driver's license, they let them vote, et cetera. And so the Democrats are used in California model to change the southern border, Texas, Arizona, uh, and other states that are crucial that can go that can, that are swing states that can go from Republican to Democrat. So they're trying to bring as many people into our country and ship them all over the US so that their voting base expands and the Republicans and the average American taxpaying citizen, their voice is going to be eliminated. And so this is the plan of the Democrats. The Republicans don't see it. And I, I don't know what the Republicans uh, are going to do. You know, um, we've talked to them many times. 
about how to shut this down. You look at the Department of Commerce, and they give money to groups that support illegals for jobs and training. They also give you know, states like Maryland. They have Casa de Maryland uh, in uh, in the uh, D.C. area in Silver Spring, and they and the state gives them money to go register voters. Well, who do you think they're registering? <laughs> you know, and so yeah, it all goes back to power and elimination of democracy. You look at Newsom right now and others, oh, we have ads about democracy. We're gonna mm -hmm. make sure everybody has a voice. Well, they're the ones that are trying to stifle the voice of the American citizen and the American taxpayer. And, you know, we just cannot put up with it. Well, uh, Chuck, I'm, I'm glad you brought up uh, the the things that are going on with the uh, political aspects of that, but the the reality is most of the people in power in our government right now, the so-called progressives, they don't believe in our country. They don't believe in a constitutional republic. They believe in a world government, and uh, world government is the ultimate plan. Uh, Christy, would you mind uh, putting in the chat those uh, clips that you want to include, and Thumper will put them up. I'll have him put them up so that you can show uh, some of the video or some of the clips you want to show. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll try to figure that out. My tech team usually does that for me. I'm not very tech savvy, believe uh, it or not, but I will, I will do my best. Um, you know, Chuck, you're, you're right, but you know, at, at some point, I'm I'm on a different mindset right now. And, you know, we've been in, you know, I, I, I was in DC for a very long time in the consultancy business. And, you know, I, I have this view that at some point we have to stop thinking that it's it's either ignorance or they don't understand and shift to this is a purposeful. And it doesn't matter whether you're a Republican, Democrat, or an independent at this point in our federal space and some instances in our state level. Um, th this is either willingness or stupidity. And I, I, I don't think that we have a lot of stupid congressmen and, and senators, right? I, I believe that this is part of a, a shift to, to w usher us into a one world system, a one world government system. And the only way to do that is to take away America's values, the, mm -hmm. the voice of the people and the constitution and erode that. Well, how do you do that? It's not just about the vote anymore. That is a huge part of it, but they, they understand and they figured out how to rig the system and, and get away with it. Uh, they test market everything. I mean, you're right. California, whether it's California or under Obama, what it was um, bringing in, um, for Minneapolis, Minnesota, mm -hmm. with Elon Omar and that, they, they, they benchmark everything. They tell us what they're going to do. They, they sample. They test sample. Mm -hmm. But this is more than just about the vote. When you have billions and billions of dollars, and as you know, being, and I call it the great money laundering scheme of our time from our, from our federal government, they're money laundering Ukraine money. They're money laundering all of this money. And I want to know and follow the money. Cause I can tell you right now, I know for a fact, 
um, because we have individuals and players on the ground in Ukraine who have tried to get them or purchase equipment that they say the government's supposed to be purchasing for them, and nobody's buying anything. So where is that money going, and why isn't it being earmarked for what they're telling you? Let's get an audit trail on all of this money, right? And I promise you, follow the money, and you'll find serious corruption and money laundering. The other thing is, is that when you look at Central South America, whether in, in the whole scope, and I'm going to name countries, you've got Peru, you've got Brazil, you've got Venezuela, um, you've got Mexico, uh, and a couple uh, uh, Bolivia, you got some other countries here, right? You've got China, Russia, and Iran. I went back, Chuck, um, and I looked at a policy. So in October of this year, Biden, instead of doing what? Opening up our reserves, they're, they're trying to cripple us in every way they possibly can. Energy efficiency is one of those major things. We have to be reliant on Saudi and the OPEC and other things. And so he went to Venezuela. Venezuela, of course, as we know, is a dictatorship country. Who funds most of Venezuela's money? Iran and China. Right. So why would in June and July of last summer, a Tyranian airline, Airsfar Kashim, which is a U.S. sanctioned airline, take off from Tyran with one of the board members flying that jet who happens to also be one of the high ups in Iran's Revolutionary Guard? Take off, go to Cuba, then go to Mexico City, then go to Venezuela and then land in uh, Buenos Aires. Okay. On that plane was supposed to be auto parts. It wasn't. It was highly sophisticated cyber intelligence equipment. The individuals they picked up in uh, Venezuela were 14 highly sophisticated operatives who understand cyber intelligence and communities. While they were in Mexico City, they met with some of the leaders of these transnational criminal organizations. We know that they have training camps. Been there. Seen it. Um, they're actively building up a army force. China has been doing drills with the People Liberation Army, sending military police to the UN under the disguise of uh, training. And they're also sending warships under the region. Um, all of these things are participating in the elite training programs, such as Brazil's warfare schools, uh, Lanciero's course in Colombia, hosting the region military and police officers in China, and making countless institutional visits all under our noses. Why is all of these things happening? Well, I can tell you why, because they're building up a force against us, along with the terrorists and the open border policy to allow all of these individuals to come in here. 81% of every person who's coming over this border are single young adult males of fighting age. They're taking these UACs. They're taking these young adult males. I've been to the training camps. Biden has purchased not only um, with under the NGOs, because they're using a lot of the NGOs as their cover, um, nursing home facilities, at-risk boys' homes, where they're displacing these people and turning them into camps. In and out all day long, you'll see white buses of single adult young males. America, you better wake up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, let, let's get back to Ukraine. I've been to Ukraine many several times. I was within 15 miles of the Russian border. Uh, I was working with Motor Siege trying to get their uh, MSB helicopter and also their high-tech cruise missiles technology back into the U.S. And when I got back, I met with a certain three-letter agency, and they go, oh, we're not interested. And so, I mean, I could have handed it to them on a silver platter. And so, you know, and again, I'm, I'm a government contractor. I bid on a lot of DOD, other things. It's impossible, my me, my friend, 
If you're not a major contractor like Lockheed or something like that, you're not going to get any contracts for Ukraine. And so, you know, I'm also in the cyber blockchain and quantum encryption area. And so we see that every day and we see what's going on. And again, you look at how the Chinese, the Russians, the North Koreans, Ukraine, et cetera, they hack into our systems all the time. The Chinese have been hacking us for the last 30 years and we've done nothing nothing about it. Mm-hmm. You look at all of their aircraft and other military hardware. What does it look like? It looks like our stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it is our stuff. It is. I they mean, got it in so- uh, Biden's garage. <laughs> and so you look at General Milley, all their other generals and whatever, they have done nothing over the years to combat that. They've done nothing politically to challenge China on stealing everything we have. You look at the commercial companies, you know, you know again, they, they, they hack into not only the, the large primes, but they go into the small subprime companies and where they don't have you know that good of cybersecurity, they hack into them and then they use that to get into the big crimes like Lockheed, Honeywell, et cetera, et cetera. And if you know we've done uh, some deep dives on Microsoft and Microsoft's most of their uh certs are not valid. They had cert they have certs <clears throat> that are used in on all new uh phones and computers, et cetera. And they're signed by somebody in Pakistan and whatever. I mean, it's just bogus. And so every new piece of equipment, whether it's a phone or computer or tablet, is compromised before anybody even puts anything on it. 100%. 100%. I mean, you've got companies that, you know, you're you're right about that. So China, uh, for instance, th- one of the things that they're doing that's really concerning to me as well is the fact that they they are really going after you. You've got lithium, you've got minerals, very precious minerals, including uh, Noblium in Brazil. You've got a company called China Harbor um, who is actively trying to undermine the region over there. You've got China defense company, Norinco. Um, they're sold and giving broad array of equipment to the region's as a security forces, and that's in Central and South America. So we are being surrounded, and they're trying to chokehold us. You know, China, literally, if you look at their, this is predatory behavior. These are predatory behaviors. And when I look at our Congress and, and the Senate right now, Kevin McCarthy and all of them, they have enough evidence. Biden is compromised. Biden's family is compromised. This is very, very clear. And why would they not go immediately? Because this is national defense. This is serious stuff. This is implications of treasonous activities. This is the highest level and threat in our nation. When you have a president of the United States who is fully compromised and who is selling possible secrets to China, money, taking bribes, et cetera. What does China have on our own. That's what I think about. What, why aren't they acting? So we have to start looking at what compromise, not just the Biden family, who else is compromised and what type of information do they have against our own? And we've got to start looking into this very seriously. And unfortunately, I'm not sure what the answer is because unless we have military or somebody, um, sheriffs and a, and a plethora of 
law enforcement officers who are willing to actually um, take up the Constitution and do their duties. Um, I don't know where we're going to be in another year from now. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, you look at the congressman from California and Fang Fang, you look at all the people that are compromised throughout our Congress. It is just unbelievable. You know, we, we, when we go back to uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, Iraq had oil. We did nothing to, you know, get the oil and help pay for what we did. Then when we were in, in Afghanistan, we did uh, studies uh, in the mountains of northern Afghanistan and identified every mineral, every rare earth mineral that they had, and we did nothing. Who has that today? The Chinese. Absolutely. And so we go in and we do all these stupid things trying to, you know, conquer the world and whatever, and we have no plan. You know, I, I was at the State Department when we went in to Iraq. Afghanistan and the DOD and State Department did not get along. And so DOD dictated everything, and they were absolutely wrong in what many of the things that they did. So, you know, I agree with you 100% on, you know, what we've been doing. And, you know, China goes to Africa. They get all the, the rare earth minerals and, and cobalt and everything else, and we do nothing. We just sit around and let them do it. And so I agree we have multiple people behind, besides Biden who are compromised by China, Russia, and many different countries around the world and we need to clean house. I do. No, I'm this is important for me. Point, That's the reason why I think they hate Trump so much. Absolutely, because they cannot predict what President Trump will do, and he doesn't care. He has enough money. He doesn't have to take money from anybody like that. And so they are worried about Trump. That's why you saw him meet with you know North Korea, and he got along with the Chinese. They didn't do anything, especially Russia, because they were afraid of him. They didn't know what he would do. And they know exactly what Biden's going to do because he's so compromised. Yeah. Now, let, let me uh, step in at this point, because I want to, Christy, you talked about a really important thing, and that's the the uh, Chinese are in the Belt and Road initiatives that they're doing. Uh, this is also, and we've been doing programs on the uh, the brick company, uh, the uh, brick countries, uh, coming in and taking over the world reserve currency role. We have all these things, and you're right, we're being surrounded, and our so-called leaders seem to go along with all of it because, uh, you know, it's like the, the Federal Reserve is, uh, frankly, they should have been gotten rid of a long time ago. We should have been doing our, our uh, monetary policy through our treasury and not through a private corporation. But we're turning everything over now to the Russians, the Chinese, and, and the people who hate our guts. And this administration is completely compromised. And I have to say that I think the lion's share of all of congressional members are either being blackmailed or in some other way they're compromised because they should have reacted on all this stuff a long time ago. You're right. There should, you talk about impeachment material. It's there. They need to deal with it. 
No, go ahead, please, Christy. Yeah, you know, when you look at it from a strategic perspective, you know, you have to look at it, you know, not only just common sense, right? But then you look at it from a strategic perspective and you look at what they've done over the course of decades. This isn't just compiling over the last two to four years. You have to look at actions over a long-term period of time of what they have and have not done, what, what evidence, what the bad players have been doing and that our own have been allowing, the congressional members have been allowing to do. And, you know, you have to at some point just understand that this is purposeful. And you're right, blackmail or whatever they have on these individuals, we need to flush this stuff out. Um, America right now, I cannot think of a more dangerous time in history than we have right now. Um, you know, we had World War One, World War Two. We've had civil war. I mean, there's been a lot of wars in history, but for for the United States itself specifically, on our own personal soil here, the the threat to our republic has never been more great. And I'm afraid because um, the American people, we are complacent. We are a little spoiled. We haven't had tanks roll our streets like they have over in Europe. And I do travel, and I believe people are starting to wake up. But unfortunately, we are still playing from behind, you know, and this started. uh, This is just an extension, by the way, of the Obama administration. Obama said it. They always tell. And I know, Chuck, you know this. Obama said my scenario would be to be in my basement with an earpiece and and, and control everything from the basement. And that's exactly what's going on. You know, back in the Obama administration and Chuck, you probably understand about this. You know, the D.E.A., our own DEA uncovered a massive plot with Hezbollah. Um, and it had to do with both um, the Obama administration. They purposely undermined and blocked the Drug Enforcement Agency to secure because they wanted to secure this nuclear deal. And it was targeting arms trafficking, cocaine trafficking in Latin America with who? Hezbollah. Why did the Obama administration block that? Now there's a bigger stronghold. We don't even talk about Hezbollah. I could go into that's a whole nother probably program about who we have at our southern borders. And by the way, they've now infiltrated Canada and they're actively engaged in Canada as well under Trudeau. And so we have a major concern and problem. And I'm afraid that if, you know, Chuck, you mentioned Millie's name earlier. Millie said it himself. If we're going to invade China, I'm going to pick up the phone and call Xi Jinping and we will let you know that alone right there. If we had anybody in Congress who had a backbone, they should have immediately removed Millie from and stripped him and gotten him out of the military. That is immediate discharge, by the way. Where what is going on in our country? Yeah. You know, you look at the recent news on what the Biden administration is doing with Russia on the Iran deal. I mean, they are pushing it like crazy right now, and they're letting Russia negotiate it, and we don't even know what they're talking about. I mean, it's crazy. You you go but you, you know, we talk about the budget and the debt ceiling. You know, I was concerned about the debt being at eight trillion. 15 trillion, 20 trillion. Now we're up over 30 trillion dollars. And if we don't do something about the and and keep the debt limit ceiling in place, our dollar is going to be worthless. And you you look at what uh India, France, and all these countries around the world now are doing with Russia and China, they're trading in their own currency, trading with the Chinese yen. The dollar is going to be replaced over time unless we do something about it. Biden doesn't even want to talk to McCarthy about the the, uh, debt limit ceiling, which is ridiculous. You look at McConnell and all the rest of them. They vote 
time after time on these ominous budgets that have trillions of dollars in them and nobody does anything. I, I do a lot of bids for State Department and other places. You look at USAID, you look at others that you know target programs uh, to help uh, other you know countries around the world. That program needs to be cut. I, I you know I bid on a program uh, several years ago to pay for all the IT equipment and software for all Mexican uh, judiciary sites. Now I'm going. Why are we doing that? Why don't they pay for their own? And you you look at the green deal, the green energy stuff that the Biden administration is pushing. Every contract I see, it has something in there about inclusion, equity, uh, environmental justice, and all this stuff. And you have to address it. And they're using this all over the world, and they're spending billions and billions of dollars needlessly. Yeah, I believe, Chuck, yeah. that they know that this climate change is just a hoax. I, I actually, interestingly enough, Dan, I don't know if I had a chance to tell you this, but I got an invite, which I was shocked. I don't know why they invited me. I got an invite to the United Nations to speak on the with the Secretary General's uh, 2023 uh, agenda for uh, counterterrorism and human rights. And, you know, I prayed about it a lot because I didn't know if I wanted to go. And I ended up going. And I'm so glad I did because, you know, as you know, Chuck and Dan, language matters and how they formulate things and how they say things are very, very important. You have to hone into what they're saying. And all of this, whether it's the open borders, China, Russia, Ukraine, the, the, the movement to get away from the dollar, Saudi Arabia was really key. But then you also look at the treaties that have been signed by the Biden, whether it's the WHO pandemic accord, that is very dangerous with um, Xavier uh, Beccaria. Um, giving away our rights. You've got, by the way, um, I'm going to break this here for you guys. Uh, do you guys know that Bank of America has a patent that they that they uh, they took out in January of this year? That patent is a digital passport with verified data provenance. Um, we can go into that another day, but this is very important. And the reason why the language in that patent is quite interesting, and it has to do with your travel patterns. Why does a bank who's a financial institution getting a patent that has to do with if the who, or if there's another pandemic or a episode, which by the way, the United Nations in this accord, they're trying to say an episode could be an uprising or an unrest or somebody with an ideology that goes against what they, what they deem is their ideology. All of this language is in all of these bills, I can send you the documents to read. Um, hazard events, natural, anthropogenic, social nature and origin. They're using a lot of these words to so they can come in and uh, the who can say, okay, well, you're a right-wing extremist. And by the way, they use that word at the United Nations. They use Christianity, which you're seeing an uptick in that going after that. Even the um, Department of State is now saying, if you don't go along with certain ideology and Christianity, you can't get a federal government contracting job. They're trying to pass that right now. So when you look at this holistic picture, you have to fill in the pieces and connect the dots because when you're connecting those dots and you're understanding how quickly and how fast they're at every single corner flooding us with this, inf with all of these things. Um, how it's overwhelming. And if the American people, and we don't get out our constitution and we don't read that constitution and we don't have um, those individuals who haven't been compromised, whether it's law enforcement, whether it's judges, 
whether it's our congressional leaders, state leaders, governors, you better get in a room together and you better get a plan because I know we are. I, I know that's what we're doing. And they're getting ready, by the way, the evil elites are getting ready to gather in June in Aspen. It's little baby Davos. And they gather, it's called the Idea Fest in Aspen, Colorado. And Aspen Institute, they've been doing it. Yeah, Aspen yep. Institute, yep. <laughs> so America, this is real. The threat is real. And we better engage and become unified with a voice and a direction and take back our country because it's literally gone. Yeah. Um, and Chuck, I, I, I know the, everything that Christy's talking about, but that's, that's the reason I wanted Christy to be on with you because she is such a powerful voice. I mean, have you ever met a lady that had uh, more solid, good information and really pushing it forward? Christy, you're always a favorite for that very reason. But um, we, we've got to understand all these things are tied together. All the dots do connect. The, the so-called green agenda, the so-called uh, cashless society, the social credit system, uh, all the invasions along the border, they're all designed to strip the United States of America of our Constitution, destroy us as a sovereign nation, and bring us into their one world technocratic system. And when, when we talk about border crossings, we talk about all the rest, it all ties together. Every single bit of it ties together. Yeah, yeah uh, Dan, if, if, you, if you would look at what's happening in the EU right now, uh, the EU is trying to use digital currency uh, across the board, and they are voting on eliminating use of over if you have if you want to buy anything over a thousand euros you cannot do it in cash you have to use the banking system and so they're going to start tracking everybody and everything and that's going to come to the u.s and so we've got to be careful you look at what the treasury and again i agree with you about the fed you look at what our banking system you look at you know the bank of america and others, what they do, you know, even Walmart. You know, if you have a Walmart in Mexico, you can put money into a Walmart account in the U.S., and your family in the in Mexico can buy as much as they want. And so, you know, we, you know, we have to be very careful of what the banking system is going to be doing in the future. Uh, you know, can we accept you can't buy anything less, you know, more than a thousand dollars in cash? I mean. You look at where these guys are going. You know the Democrats. I'm telling you, they they have think tanks all over the place, and they come up with all these crazy ideas mm -hmm. to limit our democracy, our justice. And I, I agree with Christie. This is Obama's third term. This is why they selected Obama. Mm -hmm. Why why Obama selected oh, Biden to be the uh, next nominee and now president because they control him. He has no idea what he's doing, where he is any part of the day. He can't hardly speak. He can't hardly walk. He can't climb steps. And so he's being totally controlled. Obama and all his people are back into the administration and Obama's running the country again. And the thing that he said when he got elected, I'm going to transform the United States and That's he right. is doing it. Fundamentally transform America. Fundamentally transform, and that means basically destroying 
the United States of America as a constitutional right. republic. Yep. And if you remember when Obama was president and they had that dinner in D.C. and Trump was in the audience, he mocked Trump and he went after Trump. And you could see Trump just boiling over sitting at that table. And at that time, I said, Trump needs to, to run for president. And he did. And I helped and did, did a lot of work for him. And so they they know who Trump is. That's why they're trying to destroy him. That's why, you know, Clinton did the Russiagate and, you know, the FBI, the CIA, all the agencies, you know, chimed in. Whatever happened to the people that lied in front of the FISA court? Nothing. You look at what, you know, they, they brought that one attorney to trial. What happened to him? Nothing. And so do we have a two-tier legal system? You bet we do. Hundred percent. You know, Chuck as a defense contractor. Um, I understand that that realm, and just one one thing that Hillary Clinton did, we would be behind bars. We yes. would be stripped of our security clearances. We would never be able to do anything. Um, mm -hmm. So it is a two tiered system, and that's why when you look at our own congressional um, office up there, and you see all of the players, they know that they could literally utilize the full justice system to bring these people uh, account and people should be in jail right now. Mm -hmm. So they're compromised. There, there's no other explanation except for they are compromised and they are sold out. Um, and, you know, I know, you know, as well, you know, the dirty little secret is any freshman incoming, anybody um, up there in uh, DC, they have a very specific task that they have to do, or they don't get to sit on committees. They don't, sure. they don't get to have any power whatsoever. That's why you only hear from certain people because they were willing to play the game. And as much as I want to say Marjorie Taylor Greene and all of these individuals, I, I it, great. I'm glad that they're out there spewing their voice. But in reality, besides shouting from the rooftops and the mountaintops with your big uh, megaphone, what tangible items are you actually doing? And I always look at actions, not words. And that's what the American people need to hone in on. You know, people say a lot of stuff very eloquently, like Obama did, right? Charismatic, they're out there. We got America, freedom, freedom, republic. But then let's look and see what they actually do. Are they actually doing something to hold everybody accountable and taking our country back for the good? No, they're not. Um, you know, this is a kind of a different topic, but I want to bring this up because this is how weakened our own military is. And again, purposeful, we are being attacked on every single angle, you know, under the unconstitutional mandate that Biden's administration did with the jab, they were literally sifting the wheat in the shaft. They were taking those individuals who had a mind and would think for themselves in our military, I believe, and getting them out of the military because they were going to be a threat. Uh, for what's coming. But interestingly enough now, I don't know if most of you know this, but friends of mine are now starting to get selective service system letters. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So young men and women right now across this country, if you took a loan or federal grant, anything like that, they're starting to get selective service notifications to sign up, AKA not the draft, but the draft. Mm -hmm. That's well, how much danger we're in in america right now you know when uh the when, you know dod has changed so much since i was in the military that it's just I, I don't even recognize it anymore you look at all the renaming of the bases fort bragg you know all these places and you know why are they doing that 
you know, they, they want to change the culture. They want to change things. So you don't remember the way it used to be. They are trying to just, uh, change the military. So you're not a fighting force. You got to be inclusive. You got to be this and that, whatever. Well, <clears throat> when you meet the Russians and the Chinese on the battlefield, that's not going to make any difference. <laughs> you know, when I, when I was in the military, I used to take all kinds of shots. Cause I was in, you know, 50 over 50 countries <clears throat> and, you know, you just lined up and took them and, and, you know, I, I applaud the people that did not take the COVID shots uh, because again, it's all experimental. You didn't, you don't know what it is. And you got people getting long COVID, all kinds of diseases and other things. You just don't know the ramifications. I got, uh, you know, Moderna shots. I'm not getting any more shots than military. I never, I haven't gotten flu shot in 30 years. And so, you know, it, and I stay healthy. I take vitamins and whatever. I run four miles three times a week and weights and this and that. So it, it's all about personal choice. Uh, but the military, you know, again, you look at Newsom, where he even uh, forced everybody to uh, take shots. You know, the the uh, because of Delta. I mean, it is just crazy uh, the power that these people think they have against uh, and everyday Americans just going to follow blindly. And so this is again, I, I go back and look at what China did. Again, we all know it came out of Wuhan, and we all know that Fauci and NIH. They all funded this stuff behind the scenes. We all know that. And again, I remember that there was a statement by Fauci before Trump was inaugurated or right after he was inaugurated saying, you're going to have a pandemic while you're a president. Mm -hmm. How did he know that? You know? And so I go back and look, was this intentionally released? So China could see Absolutely. the reaction of the world and, you know, see what the, the different countries would do. And again, nobody has blamed China. I told Trump early on when we only had 250,000 deaths from COVID because my brother, one of my brothers died from COVID in, uh, in uh, May of 2020. And so I told Trump at that time, you need to attach every cent that the Chinese have poured into the U.S., especially buying uh, you know, treasury bills, stuff like that, and put it in uh, if you need to to fence it. And then you need to pay Americans for every death and every uh, incident that they've had from COVID because China is responsible. Nobody ever took responsibility. Nobody ever officially blamed China. Now the FBI and Department of Energy have come out and said, oh, yeah, we think it was the Wuhan lab. Well, we know it was. And so we've had these politicians and the scientists lie to us for years. And or will they do it again? You bet you. And again, the Chinese looked at what we did, what other nations around the world did or did not do. And now they know exactly what they can get away with. Just like putting that balloon over Alaska, Canada, and the U.S. And nobody did anything. Well, I, you know, I think that the the 
you know, if you look at the number two uh, financier of the United Nations and the the who and all of that, um, number one is the United States of America. Number two yeah. is Bill Gates. And Bill Gates, and absolutely. You look at Bill Gates, and you look at and you and you go back and you look at any kind of interviews this man has done. You, it's on the World Economic Forum's website. Like all of this stuff, you guys can do your own due diligence and look this stuff up. Um, they do have a depopulation plan. I, I believe that this was a purposeful release. Um, I, I believe the evidence is there. There is another one. We're already getting until um, a year ago, last January, I was um, meeting with some individuals from China, um, the good ones. Um, and there was already a city outside of Beijing that was already locked down. Well, they were coming out of there that it was actually, they're starting to experiment on two things, um, H1N1, which is a combination of bird flu and swine flu, which by the way, has a 50% mortality rate, and also the Marburg virus, the, re the resurrection of that. So we're getting intel that they're getting ready to release a secondary pandemic, and it will be purposeful, people. It's They're already starting to put out, I think the CDC had a statement just last week that they're seeing uh, bird flu and people dying. Those are signals and signs <laughs> They're getting ready to uptick this again uh, because they want to have another lockdown panic because fear is what fuels their fire, right? They, they can get more power uh, from fear. So my, my action request to everybody watching this, you need to settle in and you need to stop panicking. You need to stop being fearful. You need to get yourself... Um, you know, Z stack or whatever. There's a lot of zinc, all of these, the vitamin C, D, you need to really power up on some stuff and get your immune system uh, ready for all of this. Uh, but you need to make sure you do not comply ever again, because compl complacency and complying is your death and it's death to America. Uh, Christy, you know, that's a, an interesting part of this is the fact that governors and our federal government Look at who they vaccinated and insisted that they had to be vaccinated. It was military, emergency workers, police, mm -hmm. medical personnel. I mean, all the people who are going to be important mm -hmm. if we do have another one of these pandemics. And we know for a fact that the mRNA vaccines are detrimental to your health. They're not good for your health, they're detrimental to your health. And what we're seeing now is that die-off you're talking about. And I'm, I'm sorry, this is just a fact, people. They have said for decades, I've got their documents, that the world's population has to be reduced to fewer than a billion people. It's part of their biodiversity language in the biodiversity treaties that we've signed into. I mean, this stuff, you can't make it up, but it's true. It's absolutely true. And the depopulation that you're talking about are right dead center on this whole program. You know, and if you look at, and Chuck, you'll probably have an insight. I'd love to hear your insight on this. So if you look at migration, because that's what they like to call it. They're migrating, whether it's climate migration, whatever. Technically, it's an invasion into countries throughout the United States, not only the United States, but throughout the world, strategically, by the way, by all of these populations. We have 174 plus nations who've actually infiltrated the United States alone. So let's just look at the United States with our borders, right? So why is it, ask yourself this question, why is it that millions upon millions upon millions of illegals from all of these different nations and countries can come into the United States of America and not be required 
to take a vaccine, have vaccine paperwork or anything else. But if you come in from Europe or on a plane, you have to jump through hoops and show vaccination records and all this stuff. That's first and foremost, ding, 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 red flag. Um, you know, this Chuck Schumer said something very interesting. I want to say it was either December or January. I can't remember exactly, but Chuck Schumer was in front of uh, on the Capitol steps. And I really honed in on what he said. They said exactly what it is that they wanted this, well, multitude of what they wanted this new population in the United States to do. And this is so reminiscent to me of the plantation back in, you know, the slave owners, whether it's in Africa or the United States or wherever, um, you know, the party of the KKK, right? The Democratic Party. They said two things. We're not Americans, white people here in the United States. We are not um, reproducing, right? Enough and quick enough. Our reproduction rates have gone down. The other thing is, so we need we need population here in the United States. So that counters one of their narratives. Well, then he said why they need that, the open borders to have all of these brown and, and different people is because we needed to have them for agricultural work, housekeeping, those jobs that are unsavory to the American people. Um, I don't know about you, but that's exactly what the elites want. They want a population that will be their subservants and also act as their protectors and military for the young men that are coming in. Chuck Shearer said it himself. You can go back and, and find, like I said, Jan December, January is when he said this. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, if, if, you know, I've, I've traveled over 50 countries around the world and, you know, especially, you know, Europe and I've been in Asia, all over, all over the place. So Germany is not like it was when, when I was there as a second lieutenant in, in the 70s. I mean, it it isn't. And you look at Sweden, you look at all the European countries. Yeah, you, you look at, especially, you know, you know, with the United States. But, you know, with with legal immigration, DHS has brought in uh, individuals through the legal system from the Democratic Republic of Cong Congo, Syria, Burma, Afghanistan, Iraq, Ukraine. I mean... You look at who they're transporting back in and transplanting to the U.S. You look at Omar, you look at Minneapolis. I mean, you look at all of the, these enclaves that they get and send these people to. And then you look at uh, what, what we're doing here with the migration. I mean, again, they're just pushing everybody across the U.S. People, you know, in schools get the blunt of it. Again, most of the illegals that are coming across are young men from 18 to 40 years old. You know, and again, I agree with you on what you're saying about them uh, as you know they you know how they could be used. But you know, they they had over this past year uh, since Biden's been in, I guess about a year, year and a half, two years, over 800,000 unaccompanied minors. Where do they go? They push them all over the U.S. Our schools get the blunt of of this because these these kids don't speak English. You look at what happened, you know, up in Rockville, Maryland. You know, you know, one of the illegals from uh, El Salvador he raped three girls in school. They transferred him to different schools in Montgomery County. And again, it, it's just unbelievable, you know, what they're doing to the schools. You look at the hospitals across the U.S. 
every hospital in the United States is inundated in the emergency room by illegals. And who, who pays this? The federal government doesn't pay it. It's the hospital and the local taxpayers that pay it. And so Biden, once he, once he gets them here as the trafficker in chief, then the taxpayer all across the U.S., have, they have to take care all, of all the illegals. And again, should the illegals be working? You know, how do they get jobs? How do they, you know, feed themselves? You know, how do they clothe and, you know, you know, where do they they live and sleep and whatever? I mean, you, you look at the, the mayor of New York City. Oh, I'm all for illegals coming in. We're a sanctuary city. Well, when the governor of Texas sent, you know, all these illegals up to him. Oh, I can't handle them. I've got to have help from the federal government. You know, when Ron DeSantis sent them up to Martha's Vineyard. They stayed there one day and out they went. So, you know, again, the, the liberals and, the, you know, all the people that support sanctuary cities and, and states, once they see what the cost is, they don't want anything to do with it. You know, Chuck, one of the action steps I would like to see, and, you know, whether it's Governor Ron DeSantis, we're going to target the red states, right? Red state governors, because the blue state governors aren't going to do this. But, I, I, I'm going to challenge every single governor out there and um, AGs of each one of these states. You need to go and you need to really hardcore look at your state constitutions because my, um, immigration is a federal, but this isn't immigration anymore. This is a national security threat. And when you have national security, the governors of every state have a duty to protect the citizens of their state, first and foremost, and their borders. And so my suggestion would be this. I, I'm, I live in the great state of Florida. I've born and bred here. And I can tell you right now, we have thousands upon thousands upon th tens of thousands who are literally entering our state daily. Mm -hmm. And Governor DeSantis is not stopping this, by the way. Um, we need task force to be lined up and at the ready at every um, obscure little airport because they're flying some of these people in in smaller airports. Um, they're using uh, uh, mail facilities, unit bus stations. I mean, you name it, they're using it. And we need to be, they need to be met with a task force. And that task force needs to, as soon as they get off, whatever they're being transported here on, they need to be put right back on a bus and they need to be shipped back to the border or to their country and ejected from our, from our state. And I believe that we have the right to do that under national and domestic security. And we can prove this because we've got terrorists and rapists. And just like you said, um, illegals are killing legal American citizens, uh, terrorist drug trafficking, which is the purposeful poisoning of China to our own, our own. So I would like to challenge every single governor right now to get, to do something to secure your borders, because we need to get these individuals out of our States. I um, mean, I'm an immigrant, by the way, my family fled Stalin. I'm a Russian Jew on my mother's side. My papa and my great grandfather are written in Ellis Island. We're a nation of immigrants. But we have to come here legally. We have to come here right because we need to understand who is coming into our country. Where are they from? What skill sets do they have? We can't be the nation, especially with our uh, debt that we have. We are literally going to collapse. And I think that that's one of the reasons why mm -hmm. the Biden administration are, are doing what they're doing and the Democratic Party and some of those actively engaged with the Republican Party assisting them to do this is to just collapse our financial system. I mean, we're just being hit on every front. And th that's the only reasoning that I can come up with. So 
I would like to see the governors really do something and really tangibly act, not do band-aids, not do political grandstanding like Abbott and, and DeSantis did. You know, Chuck, uh, what DeSantis did was with Martha's Vineyard just kind of showed the hypocrisy of the left, but it was political grandstanding. That's not real solutions. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I agree with you on several issues. Let me talk about these. Uh, you know, first off, the average American citizen, the average taxpayer, the reason why they're not having more kids is because of taxes, because of the economy, inflation. And so each family, you know, they maybe have two kids, but they got to have three kids or whatever to increase the population. But, you know, I had an re- article in the in recently in the Washington Times where I suggested that the Texas AG indict Biden and Marcus on treason for what they're doing on the border. Also, I'd like to challenge the new governor of Arkansas to go after the Clinton Foundation. And if they can go after Trump and his foundation, let's go after the Clinton Foundation. I would be surprised at the number of things that we will see there, the number of dollars being... um, well, I, I can't. Haiti was one of their money laundering havens. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. So you look at the fraud and everything else there. Why doesn't anybody go after the Democrats the way they're going after Trump? I mean, it, it's, it's, again, two tiered. And I don't think the, the Republicans think this way. You know, the Democrats, they don't care. It's 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 a fight, 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 live or die with the Republicans. They go, oh, well, we do. We do. We don't. We don't. I mean, they, they've got to get a backbone and start fighting. And we, we, again, when, when I used to help our, our good senator from uh, Alaska before he uh, died in the plane crash, uh, the Democrats and Republicans worked together. They worked because they worked for America. They worked for the United States. They were a team. Now it isn't. It seems like the Democrat Party is only against the U.S. They're doing everything they can to destroy the U.S. internally. And this is what China, Russia, and all the other countries around the world see. That's why the Saudi Arabia, they don't trust us anymore. That's why they're trying to get a deal with Iran to have peace. Again, the United States power under, again, I've I've known Biden for a long time. I know where his office was in the Senate building. I used to see him a lot when I was down on the Hill. And he has always been wrong on every issue on foreign affairs. Every, every, everything. I mean, nothing he ever did was correct. Well, he's and actually so, dumb as rocks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's I mean, why they're yeah. using him. I mean, you know, you you see how he cheated in in college and uh, you know everything else, and you know the number of lies and gas that he does. I mean, you know, should he be president of the United States? No. Should but again, you look who's behind his VP. I mean, she's pathetic too. Uh, but anyhow. I'm not going to get on her. Well, I mean, you look at, I mean, Diane Feinstein, you look at Swalwell, they literally mm-hmm. had Chinese operatives in yeah, their Absolutely. How many others, they, they blatantly, we are seeing the corruption. We are seeing the treasonous acts. And the problem is, is that nobody's doing anything. And I'm going to tell you, the American people need to hold our congressmen and our senators accountable. And, you know, I look at January 6th, you know, I happen to be there that day. I spoke on January 5th twice. I've, they've got articles written up about me, um, you know, and I was talking about, 
Um, and I, I did call, by the way, for a revolution in my speech, but the revolution was based on our foundation, our founding documents, right? What, what our duties are as an American citizen, what the founding fathers actually put into the constitution when you have a government who's gone basically rogue. They, they, they are no longer serving natural law, nor are they serving the Constitution. They're corrupt. We are living this right now. And we can do it peacefully. We have the law on our hands, but nobody understands what our rights are and what our, what our duties are. And people are afraid. And January 6th, when they saw how many people gathered for President Trump, because they knew that, I don't care whether you believe this or not, we have all the proof in the world, the elections were 100% hijacked. Um, foreign, foreign interference, uh, you had our own FBI working against us, the dossier could go on and on. And so they didn't want the American people. This was, I don't think, January 6th wasn't about Trump. It was about the American people and scaring them so much that if you do this, we're going to put you and throw away the key like we did a couple of these J6ers without due process. We're going to strip you of your money. We're going to take away everything you have, and we're going to label you. And this is what's going to happen to you if you do this. And again, America, we are weak, and we fell right back into it. The only thing, we can do this peacefully, by the way. They they pay BLM. They pay Antifa. Nashville, Tennessee, I look at what happened in that state capitol and even the march now that these, and again, the Republicans have no backbone. They gave in and let these two guys back into the state capitol. And so we have got to stand up and stand strong. We don't need to take violence to the street. We can do it peacefully, but you have to understand what the laws are and what to do. And then you have to be unified and we have to be in numbers because that's what's going to move the needle to change the outcourse. Uh, the outcome of what's coming down. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, you know, January 6th is a typical example, just like Russia Gate, where they hid evidence. You look at the number of people that they put in prison and never charged them with anything, and they did not give their attorneys or anybody else the documentation that they needed in order to prove their case. You look at what Tucker Carlson did with what Speaker McCarthy gave him. I mean, everybody goes, wow, we didn't know that. And, and again, the FBI was there. They helped the rioters get into the building. The, it was, again, a lot of planning by the FBI in order to subvert what was going on. Chuck, you know, I know you and I both know because we've been in those buildings. Absolutely. I've been you in cannot, there times. You cannot enter the Pentagon, the White House, or the Capitol building without somebody le physically letting you in from, right. from inside. Period. I, mean, I, I have been in the Capitol buildings thousands of times, and you and I both know what it takes to just get in through the different doors in the buildings. You know, you, you look at Biden's judicial nominees recently. <laughs> you know, I just amazed at the questions that Senator Kennedy and others ask him, and they go, huh? We don't know. What are you, what are you talking about? They go, that's just a base, basic judicial question if you want to be a judicial judge do you know this or not uh no i don't know that i mean it just shows you the number the quality of judges that biden's trying to get into the judicial system in order to sway their opinion uh, and have george soros back them and uh, do what they whatever they want to do um, you look at what the fbi did not only to trump roger stone all the other supporters and so if the Republicans want to have people that are vocal, 
our influences and those sort of people. The FBI is going to go come after you. You look at Tabibi, you know, the, you know, he was doing the uh, information for Twitter. They went to his house from, you know, the IRS. I mean, yep. You know, the, the, the government is weaponized. Dan and I talk about this all the time. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been under investigation since January 5th and 6th with the FBI. My phones are being listened to. I have 24 hour security. Literally, I have to pay for 24 hour security for numerous reasons. Work I do at the border, plus our own federal government, plus whatever, you know, I'm speaking truth. Um, and they don't want this truth out there. And I'm a target. I'll be a target by the IRS. I'm hoping and praying that it doesn't happen. I have a covering of God almighty on my life. Um, I, there's a reason why most people like Dan said, you know, I, I, I probably am the, I, I am the only person who's probably traveled all 2000 plus miles of border uncovered all of this stuff. I've been everywhere. I don't talk about all of it and I'm kind of under the radar. People don't know who I am. And I think that's a good thing, but you know, I'm on somebody's radar because I got the invitation to the United Nations and other things. But we, I can tell you also, I'm going to tell everyone, I won't commit suicide, nor will I die in a plane crash. <laughs> you know, the government takes me out. So start investigating. No. Um, but, you know, and that's not, that's sad that we, it's, it's not really a joke, right? It's really not yeah. a joke. Yeah. I mean, that's you look where at the, we're at. Yeah. You look at the number of congressmen who are on personal vacation and the FBI stops them and, and confiscates their phone. You look at Mike Lindell. He was out traveling. They stopped him, took his phone away. He goes, I'm running my business. We don't care. You know? And so we, we are being uh, targeted the Nazi state. all the time. It is. We're, we're living in a Sovietized America. We, you know, people say, well, we got to, uh, we got to stop this before we lose our country. People, we've lost our country. What we need to do is fight like hell to get it back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. 100%. You know, well that, that, that should be the new slogan, Dan. Mm -hmm. 100%. That's exactly where we're at. And they're just finalizing the the last little pieces to, to silence everybody. You know, it's interesting when I've traveled over 30 plus states in the last two years, I've got a lot of miles under my belt, um, investigating and looking at and connecting the dots. Um, we've got FEMA camp set up. We've seen the United Nations with military uh, equipment on, on backs of trains in the cover of darkness. I mean, the, the things that we've seen and, and, and uncovered mm -hmm. and somewhere along the line, the American people, you better realize None of your fortunes are safe, whether you have little or a lot, everything you have will be under the subject of the one world order. And if you, if you look at the new banking system that they're trying to usher in, if they don't like your ideology, they don't like your, your, who you, who you worship, if they don't like what you say, or they consider it um, a threat to them or against their ideology, they will cut off your, your banking like that. You won't be able to buy any products. So, you know, Dan, you know, I'm an action kind of girl. And mm -hmm. I, I believe in giving actionable items to everybody to prepare for what is literally coming. We have enemies inside and at the gates. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to shift the mindset to those out there to geofence. I call it geofencing. That's a military term. We need to geofence our communities. We need to geofence our life. And we need to be in community with like-minded individuals. You need to understand how to be self-sufficient again in this country, whether it's your food or your water supply.
how to um, fortify and protect that as well, because those precious resources are going to be attacked. That's the first thing. When, when people get hungry, they get desperate. And there's a lot of things that we can do to, to start um, preparing for what I believe is really going to be coming very soon. Um, I, I think if you look at the writing on the wall and you see the the steps that are that have happened, it's happening exponentially. It's really, it's like this, I, I call it a tsunami, this wave that has come off the coast of Africa and it's building and it's building and it's quicker and quicker and quicker. And we're we're going to see that because a lot of their um a lot of their techniques have been exposed and they're vulnerable in these areas. So they're right now frantically filling in those holes, I believe. And we have a very short window to be a complete disruptor, but it's going to take everybody. What do, what do you think about that? Well, I couldn't agree more. And and Chuck, I'll, I, I want you to come in on that discussion. But uh, what, what we're talking about in this country right now is uh, so obvious to anyone that wants to pay any attention at all. We need to get people to do something, and that's all we're asking them to do. And say no. The biggest solution to this, when they try to push you into something, say no. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution by not going along with all the crap they're trying to push. And the other part of that is, and I'm uh, Christy, I know how you feel in this regard. We need to get on our knees and and pray to God that He'll be behind us to take this country back because they hate Him and they hate us for the reason that we actually believe in a in a higher power. Dan, okay, I'm, I'm, sorry, glad, I'm, I'm glad you said something about God because that's very important. You look at what's happening in Canada, where a priest was arrested and kept in prison because he spoke out against the government of Canada. And you look at what they did to the truckers and others up there that don't agree with Trudeau. I mean, it's just unbelievable. We are solar or wind energy. I agree, words, we'll let agree walk. with you on that. Um, you know, it costs more money uh, you know, you look at these big eyesores um, of, of these wind turbines, right? Um, first and foremost, just to make them move and, and around, it takes lubrication, right? Where do you get that lubrication from? It's from fossil fuels, oil, and things like that. They don't buy; they're not biodegradable. They're killing animals. Um, how do you get? the batteries for these cars. Well, you have to mine them, human trafficking, child trafficking in, in Africa. Um, they don't burn out, by the way, if they catch on fire. I mean, th this is not, has any, nothing to do with global climate at all. This has to do with, again, money laundering billions and billions and billions of dollars and pocketing the elite's pockets mm -hmm. and control. Yep. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, you're in Florida, I'm in Florida. So we know that the Florida legislature has been looking at legislation about uh, Tesla and other battery powered cars because of hurricanes. And so if you and again, you can only go, you know, 300 miles or whatever it is on a battery, uh, your Tesla and your, your EV car, they're going to stop in the middle of traffic in the middle of Florida and you're not going to be moving anywhere and a hurricane's coming. So, you know, I have friends who own a Tesla, 
yet they also own a gas-powered car because in emergency, that Tesla is staying in the garage and they're getting out of Dodge. Absolutely. Well, um, the electric car thing is an interesting uh, thing in itself, but uh, keep in mind that oh, Biden has drained our strategic oil reserves to the mm -hmm. lowest level they've been in 25 years. And why would you shut down the Keystone Pipeline and then get rid of what strategic reserves that we've had to make sure that if we have a war or something else, we've got the energy to fight it? I mean, it's you can't make this stuff up. It's all about stripping our ability to be able to protect ourselves. And that's why the borders are so important. 100%. I mean, we you could also look at um, the food supply system, the the burning of, you know, all of these plants, these food plants that supposedly have all of a sudden gone up. Uh, the rail systems are compromised. You know, we, we China owns, by the way, the infrastructure from all the way from uh, South America, all the way up through Central America and Mexico. China ha owns the infrastructure. In the country of Belize, for example, you can't own a grocery store unless you're Chinese. They're all Chinese owned. Um, so we're, we, they are squeezing us militarily. They're squeezing us from supply chains, uh, the, the fueling, you know, being energy independent. And all of that is, again, is to surround us. Why would you do that? This is, this is military. And Chuck, I know because you, you speak probably the same language I do. From a military perspective, you have to look at strategy. How do you, how do you squeeze your enemy? How do you how do you contain your enemy? Right. Well, it's a very methodic way to do this. And if you're looking at every little part that they're doing, all of the puzzle pieces, the financial, the the info, the um, the the uh, inflation, uh, this, all of these things were being squeezed and squeezed and squeezed. And at some point, we're going to burst and they're going to have the control and it's going to be very easy to take us over and invade us if we don't wake up. Yep. You know, I, I think that the Congress, you know, the House should start impeachment proceedings against Biden for illegal immigration. And then once he's convicted on that, do it on money laundering from China. Then after that, do it on human smuggling. And then after that, do it on the devaluation of the dollar and destruction of the U.S. currency. I mean, it's so many things that he could be impeached on where they impeached Trump on two items that were manufactured just bogus. Them. Just bogus. Yeah. And they were manufactured. And the people that were responsible for the Russiagate were never held accountable. And so they saw that they could get away with it and they did the, the rest of it. And so, you know, American people, again, if you look at the, the on the street interviews by Fox News and even ABC, NBC and whatever, people have no clue about anything that goes on. You ask them a question about Congress or a history or uh, the, the border or inflation, they are clueless. They are just stupid. They have no idea what's going on. And that, you know, they, when, when uh, influence on TikTok or something tells them what to do, they do it. Yeah, you know, Chuck, what was interesting, I think it was two weeks ago, I was watching uh, The Five and, you know, 
I was really stunned at the fact that Judge Janine was the only one, and because they were talking about the border and, and the human trafficking and all that, and Judge Janine said, yeah, and why isn't anybody talking about the rape trees? And everybody else besides Judge Janine on the panel, they were like, what is a rape tree? How do you not know what a rape tree is? You're kidding. I, I, I took pictures of that 20 years ago. I yeah. mean, you know. And and under this administration, and we call it the Mexican Highway, you're you're all the way up and down the Mexican Highway on the border. You've got staging grounds where these rape trees are, and I, you know, me and my team have been there, mm-hmm. and it's disgusting. They literally shackle shackles on trees or ropes, and they shackle women and children down, and they violently gang rape these. You know, we're not talking. You know, one, we're violently gang raping these women and children, and then. Of course, the the ride, whoever's purchasing them, their transport is picking them up and then they're whisked off to whoever bought bought them or wherever they're going to be going. And so that to me alone, you know, that that's a treasonous. I mean, this is humanitarian on the international court. Putin just got on the international court, I believe, for the atrocities he did to the hospitals and the children. So where's the international community crying out that Biden be held accountable for these acts of, of violence? This is humanitarian. Yep. Trees, I mean, uh, humanitarian, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Well, it, it's crimes against, these are crimes against, crimes against um, humanity. Humanity. Yeah. humanity. And, and Christy, um, we talked about this the other day, but uh, Guatemala, they, they intentionally bring, try to bring as many children from Guatemala as possible into mm-hmm. the country because they don't speak Spanish. A lot of them speak native dialects. They're, uh, you know, Mayan or uh, some other native dialect. And these kids are completely defenseless in the United States. They have no one to talk to. They have no one that understands anything about them. And they make perfect sex slaves for these evil SOBs that are bringing them in. That's why they like having uh, children come in from Guatemala. Yeah, well, unfortunately, you know, with the big government contracts and the grants to a lot of these NGOs and then our own health and human services organizations, um, you know, they are facilitating human trafficking. And a lot of them, the volunteers and also workers are part of the human trafficking ring. People don't understand the transnational criminal organizations, cartels, they have major operations in every all 50 states. There's not one state that is immune to cartel operational strongholds and businesses. And they know where everybody is. They know where everybody goes. You are beholden to the cartel for the rest of your life. Some of these individuals are blackmailed. Um, they'll call up and say, we've got Johnny or little Susie here. And we, you know what? The price just went up. We need another $5,000. If you don't have it, they'll start literally mailing body parts, fingers and stuff to them until they get what they want. Um, you know, Dan, I, I, I was in tears last Monday. And I don't talk about this very much because I was so upset. Um, last weekend, um, not Easter weekend, but the weekend before that, I got two phone calls, one out of the, the state of Hawaii and the other one out of Arizona. And I was, I, I literally was pleaded with, can you guys please, um, get your team out here? Um, we could have made a, and it's still going on right now, but you know, America, when you're rescuing and knocking down doors and you're facing the cartel and you're trying to rescue these women and children from really bad situations, when you're trying to get the investigation and the and the, and the information that you need to actually hold accountable, to even the buyers, um, 
this takes a lot of time, effort, it's dangerous. We may not come home. I don't take a salary. I haven't had a salary in three years, but I have to pay my team because they have very special skill sets to be able to do this. I had to say no, Dan, because we just have run out of the money to do all of this. Three years has taken a toll. And, you know, I was watching Tucker Carlson. Chuck, I'd love to get your, you know, the other day, about two months ago. And a woman at the border saw all of these stray dogs down there. Tucker Carlson got them $2 million in like, I think, 48 hours. I can't get somebody to send me $500 to save a child. That's all. That is fundamentally wrong. That's where our morals are. And I was, I, I've been in tears and sick to my stomach because right now off the coast of Hawaii, there are mega yachts sitting there. And I know what countries these mega yachts are from in international waters. And they're literally taking women and children all day, all night out to these boats. And unfortunately, some of these women and children will never see the light of day again. And we could do something about that if we had the funds. Um, and, you know, my organization, we do a whole lot of stuff. 99% of us, we're all volunteers. The only people that get paid are those that we have to pay because they may not come home at night. I'm okay. If I don't come home at night, that's the choice I chose when I decided to follow my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, and he called me to this three and a half years ago. But America, you know, if partnership is powerful, stop funding and putting money in pockets of politicians who are never going to do anything for you. You know, we've got individuals probably like Chuck, who's out there, Dan's show. We're out there on the battleground in the field doing the work that needs done to facilitate the, the safety and security of our own country and our own nation. And, you know, that that is very right. true. Uh, again, you know, I, I, earlier I said, you know, a lot of the federal government funds all these illegal uh, organizations for the well, the organizations for illegals from NGOs to, you know, get out to vote, to training, to job, you know, how to get a job and this and that, whatever, yet they will do nothing for us that are fighting this and you know you look at the homelessness and the drug usage in california and all over the u.s you look at austin you look at all these tent cities that are coming uh up all over the place and nobody's doing anything about it they just let them stay you know even recently in dc they uh the mayor went in went in and cleared out a whole bunch of areas near near the white house because uh, i guess the biden's or who somebody was complaining about it but you know they're letting you know, just lawlessness happen all over. You look at people from Oregon, Washington State, leaving in droves because nobody can, will can do anything. Will they will enforce the law that it's on the books? Yeah, I was in San Francisco doing Operation uh, Schoolyard, and with me and my team a month ago, uh, we were in Oakland, San Francisco mm -hmm. area. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is a literal hell zone, war zone. It is just unbelievable mm -hmm. and the cartels by the way parents out there in the san francisco bay area and oakland and la and th this isn't just there it's it's in strategic locations all throughout the united states your schoolyard is no longer safe whether it's public or private the cartels they you know you think of their thugs and some of these guys with the gang members ms-13 some of these guys are really nice looking um well educated and they go in and they manipulate your young daughter in junior high and high school and they recruit them to be traffickers themselves um or to sell drugs this is going this is part of their mo and this is going on all throughout the united states and me and my team were out there getting doing a recce um, Recky's recon. And so we were looking at how they were operating in this one particular community. 
And I'm telling you, parents, this is real stuff. Um, you know, we, we have been infiltrated all over and you're not safe. Personally, if I had a child, um, my children are grown. Um, I would be exiting the public school system and I would be homeschooling my child and doing a, uh, a co-op, an educational co-op, get retired teachers, get retired uh, pastors, CEO, ask them to come into your home, neighborhood, library, wherever, and have them homeschool your child. If you can, and you have to work, you've got to start thinking outside the box. Yeah. Well, Christy, um, one, one of the, uh, you talk about homeschooling and home education. Um, you've, uh, met and spoken with Alex Newman and, uh, they're, they're doing programs that are uh, completely online uh, education programs nationwide. There's no way you should have to have your kid in a babysitting a public school system learning how to be a good little Marxist. We have the tools. If we just learn how to use them, we've got the tools for your children to get a decent education without being inside the public. As a matter of fact, it's counterproductive to be in the public school system. So uh, anybody that thinks their their kids are getting an education if they're in a public school, boy, are you misguided. Yeah, you know, you look at Baltimore, they just came out with a report that only 30% were at level on reading, writing, and math. This is, you know, true across the United States and every state, every city, every county. And again, the Democrats don't care about it. You look at Weingartner who's in charge of the school uh, organization. And she is all about her union and her teachers and not about kids or parents. You look at the FBI targeting parents in Northern Virginia. I mean, it, it is just atrocious that, you know, one of the good things that happened during COVID, the parents woke up and said, what are you teaching my kids? And so mm -hmm. now they're seeing, hey, the school system is dumbing down, not teaching our correct history and giving all these uh, uh, classes on things that they shouldn't even be talking about. Again, reading, writing, math, the STEM system has to work. And again, you know, they, they closed down a lot of the technical stuff in the high schools and, you know, forced everybody in the community college, this and that, and they get all these, you know, really soft degrees and then they can't get a job they're working at mcdonald's or somewhere and they're complaining they got student debt and so that's why biden is trying to eliminate their student debt and you know hopefully that doesn't happen but he keeps delaying and delaying and so you know people that really owe money are not paying into the federal government to the back to the taxpayer and you you look at who caused this you look at you know senator senator van Hollen and all the rest of the senators they they took out the private lending institution and put it into the federal government so they could control it and then give the money away from the taxpayer. I mean, it, it, again, it's all collusion. Yeah. You know, if you want to look at the education system, you know, I always say everybody, you have to start connecting the dots and looking at what's really going on. Um, where did the elites send their children? The elites and the politicians and the presidents and all of these individuals, the Microsoft of the world and these big corporation CEOs, executives, where do they send their children? Their children get an incredible education at incredible schools. Now, everybody else, 
subservants. They are have been taken over by the education system. They want mindless, uneducated individuals who they can control. And that's what this is all about. I mean, it's it's so it's not rocket science. You just have to kind of take your blinders off and really look at things and start thinking for yourself and digesting all of this information and seeing it. America was the richest country in the world. We have all of these resources. We should have the best education system, bar none, anywhere in the world. I think we're right now um, somewhere in the like 30s um, in the country. It's 38, 39, 40 in the, in the world, excuse me, um, in education. There's a reason why that is. And so there's other things that you can do, parents. Take your kids out of the, the public school system. I, I really encourage you to do so. You know, you know, one of the, well, one we're of the wasting. Things, hey, hey, Dan, one of the things that American citizens do not realize is that DHS handles the education system for all foreign students. And so as a foreign student, you can be kindergarten, you can be elementary, high school and college. And so DHS handles this. You have to apply. You have to be accepted, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm telling you, it is mismanaged. And there's so many Chinese and other students from around the world that are in our education system that should not be there because in, especially in the colleges, they are there data mining and getting the information, sending it back and we're educating them. And then they're going back and using it against us. And again, DHS is in charge of this program and they're not doing their job. Yeah, think about the war colleges right now. How many how many foreign nationals have we allowed to go to our war colleges and get a lot of information and intel? Um, you know, this is very scary stuff. And we've allowed, like I said, we've our 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 system of government are those in, who are supposed to be serving the people of the United States and protecting the United States. They have allowed this to go on, and in some they've written the policies and procedures for a lot of this. And we have got to stop all of this nonsense. Yeah, yeah I mean, a typical example of uh, the you know look at what happened in northern florida at the navy base you know where they had uh, you know a lot of the foreigners you know, foreign students uh, you know get hold of guns and shoot up everybody and whatever i mean it, it happens all the time well and keep in mind that our our education system while ours is going down christy you said we're around 38 or 39 in the world in education. We spend more than double what other countries do for education. And right now in China, in our biggest adversaries, they are educating their children in ways that we used to 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. And now what's that all about? Well, guess what? The United States is going to be a third world country and we are going to be controlled by the Marxists and, and the oligarchs at the international level because we'll have an uneducated, stupid workforce that's just put there to be, uh, you know, tools of the state. And that's really what they plan. Yeah, well, you, you know, you look at the what China is doing to TikTok. If you look at what TikTok is in China versus what it is in the United States, it's an entirely different algorithm. Here, it's influence and all this crazy stuff. There, it's about education. It's about them learning something, about history of China and the education of the Chinese people. Here, it is totally different. 
You know, and that's that's a great point about the history of China. And, and, and you mentioned this earlier, Chuck. Um, you know, when you erase a nation's history and you try to rewrite a nation's history, uh, it's very dangerous ground. And most uh, nations fall. You look at the Roman Empire and things like that. And when you try to get rid of statues and pull stuff out, um, we need to understand who we are as a nation. We need to understand our foundation. We need to know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because when you when you have that, you can you don't repeat history. You don't repeat the bad stuff, right? Um, you learn from that. You grow from that, and that's why they're trying to erase us. Because and again, the identity it has to do with identity of a nation. Same thing with the LGBTQ community, the education, the CRT, and all of this stuff. It all has to do with wiping away an identity, whether it's personal identity or a national nation identity, because if you have no identity, you don't stand on anything. And again, we're biblical, we're Christian, right? We were all made in the image of God. Well, when you don't have an identity, how do you know that you were made in the image of God? You don't. And that's another way to wipe out Christianity and the foundation of this country, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely right. Well, I... You know, what we've been talking about in the human trafficking is such an important part of this uh, whole discussion because, uh, Christy, you know the numbers. The numbers of people being trafficked in this country are just phenomenal. I mean, we have a higher rate of slavery around the world today than at any time in world history, and it's because of the fact that uh, we've opened the floodgates to the human trafficking all over the world. And you met Juliet Engel, you know Juliet now, in fact, you've been on together uh, to talk about this. The human trafficking that was uh, in Ukraine was notorious. And, and frankly, uh, according to what Juliet says, uh, Vladimir Putin, the reason that he is in Ukraine in the way that he is is because of so many things that were happening in Ukraine, including the human trafficking. And uh, the other part of that, and I'm believe me, I'm not a, a uh, uh, you know any kind of a, a fan of Vladimir Putin. I think he's a pretty bad dude too. But you're not going to find any uh, heroes in Ukraine. I mean, Zelensky is a creepy part of the whole infrastructure uh, of, of money laundering that was really promoted by the United States of America, by many of our political leaders, including the old Bidens and the Obamas and, and Pelosi's and all the rest. And so what's going on worldwide right now is a very, very, very evil thing that is totally anti-Christian. Yeah, you know, I, the the human trafficking is is so disgusting and so vile. And it's not just the human trafficking. I mean, you've got infant trafficking, you've got organ trafficking. I mean, we have warehouses, there's warehouses all along the Mexican border that these children and young adults, some of them are slated to go to these warehouses. I call them the slaughterhouses. Um, they're literally murdered for their hearts and their lungs and their organs, and they're sold on the black market. America and China are two of the biggest buyers for that. Um, you've got sacrifices 
I know that I, if you would have asked me three and a half years ago, you hear about it. I've physically been in these houses where they do sacrifices, both animal and human. Uh, you've got, you know, bodies thrown along the desert, um, decapitated babies' heads. Um, you know, you can't unsee some of this stuff. And this administration is actively engaging in all of these atrocities. And so what can we do about it? You know, America, if you have a heart and you want to save, you know, we can't, I don't know if I can save them all, but I can sure as hell try. And, but it takes resources and that takes you praying for us. First and foremost, we need serious intercessors. Um, it takes your time and your talents and your treasure. You know, we need volunteers. We need money to, to keep going on these missions. You know, people ask me what the cost is. The cost is um, anywhere from $7,000 to $50,000 a week to do a mission. It depends on what we're doing, where we're going, what we're, uh, the, I can't get into the details, but it's expensive to do this. I've done this on my own personal pocket. I just can't, I wish I could keep doing it. I can't, I, like I said, I've lost everything um, from man's perspective, um, but I do this because I love my Lord and savior. And because I've seen it, once you know it and you do nothing, you're just as guilty and God will, um, judge you. I'm not your judge, but I don't want to be judged by my Lord and savior because I've seen it and I can't stand by and do nothing. Um, I know Chuck, you've, you've heard about that too. And the, the trafficking and the human, and by the way, America, this isn't just about children from other countries being trafficked your own children, uh, these missing children who are never seen again. A lot of these children are trafficked. And let me tell you something on the black market, a American white little girl, blonde hair, blue eyes is worth a heck of a lot of money and they're sold. And what do you think some of these tunnels are used for these container ships, cargo ships, uh, they're put inside them and they're whisked away and they'll never be seen again. So it goes both ways. And America is the number one purchaser of human trafficking in the world. Yep, absolutely. Um, Christy, you know, I want to promote what you're doing because I do know how hard you fought to try to keep things going and keep things working. Women Fighting for America, it's WFFA.win, W-I-N. And uh, honestly, people, if you would just give, you know, if, if it's an individual, if if uh, 100,000 people would get $5, $5 a month, can you imagine what you could do with that? You know how many children we could save and how many women we could save, how much corruption we could expose? Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. It would be incredible. Yeah. Well, people need to, you, you know, that's one of the problems, and it's always been a problem. I don't know what it is, but the conservatives, the people who are supposed to be doing the most are the ones that sometimes do the least. And I've known a lot of people with a lot of money over the years, and uh, some of them are tremendously generous. I've got some friends that are tremendously generous, but I also see an awful lot of people that have the resources to make a difference, and somehow they think they're going to save that money. Well, guess what? They're going to take over our financial system. It's going to start happening any day now. I mean, they've got the CBDC scheduled to go into effect this summer. Uh, so you're going to start losing all those dollars that you've been hanging on to so tightly for all these years. 
people wake up. It's time to put your money where your mouth is and help people like Christy that are trying to do the right thing. Uh, Chuck, I, I want you to come in on that conversation. You've been there. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you look at Tunnel to Towers and all the rest of them that are on Fox News, and I think that, uh, you know, Fox News should, you know, do a special on Christy and what, what she's doing, and I'll be glad to work with Christy and go on some projects with her in the future. Uh, but it's, you know, money is the root of all evil, but money, you have to have money in order to do what you need to do in order to expose what's going on, and you just can't do it on a shoestring. And again, I know how much it costs to travel, uh, to do investigations, to, you know, just to, you know, have a hotel room and eat and, you know, how much that costs per day. I mean, I've been on the border, been all over the border from California all the way to Texas. Uh, I've been, you know, on borders in, 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 in lot, you know, lots of countries all over the world. Uh, we help protect them. And so I know exactly what needs to be done in, uh, People need to be funding people, things that they believe in. You know, for, for example, on me, I haven't given to the RNC in probably 15 years. I used to be a big donor there. I don't do that anymore. I give it to individual candidates and people I know that are going to make a difference and to different organizations like Judicial Watch and others that I know will make a difference. And so, you know, you have to be very selective of where you can, you're going to put your money and, and select those items that you believe in. And that's what uh, Christy is doing, and I applaud her for that. Well, uh, Chuck, I'm gonna make a suggestion because I do know you've got connections in DC. You you always have had, because you worked mm -hmm. with Congress. You, you've, you've done a tremendous amount of work there. See if you can uh, help facilitate getting Christy on the Tucker Carlson show. Okay. See if you can help her get a national audience, because I'm telling you, if people knew the incredible work that she does, uh, it, it honestly, 100,000 100, people, $5 a month. I mean, this could uh, change the world. It really could. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, th I think when we've got great patriots like her, and she's been to my home in uh, Arizona, um, she has to have bodyguards watching her because the cartels are after her there. I mean, this young lady has got more guts than just about anybody I've ever met. And I applaud everything she's doing because she is so incredibly helpful uh, to the movement, uh, to stopping human trafficking. I want to see if, if there's any way you pull some of your strings because she needs a national audience. And she is spellbinding when you get her on air. Yep. Okay. I will do everything I can. Thank okay. you, Chuck. And actually, I, I, uh, Bridie on TV finally talked me into Dan. I didn't know if I told you this. They finally talked me into doing a program. It's called On the Front Lines with Christy Hutcherson. It's pre-recorded because that's the only way I, I would agree to do it because you never know where I'm at in the world and my schedule. So, um, I would love to have Chuck you on my show. It's 55 minutes long. I would love to, uh, if Dan could maybe connect us with phone numbers and stuff after this, it'd be yep. fantastic. Um, I, I think I, I read your bio. It's incredible, incredible bio. You know, I, I'm nowhere near at your level. I'm just somebody who God um, got a hold of. And uh, I said, yes, right. And because of that, yes. 
He has put me on an incredible journey and given me incredible insight as to what's really going on. And, you know, we more than anything, America, I'm going to tell you, we, we've got to repent as a nation. Mm-hmm. We've got to get on our knees and we have to repent. But after we're on our knees repenting and praying, God is very clear, very, very clear. It's not enough to pray and it's not enough to be on our knees and our face. We have to get up and we have to act. We're part of this incredible, uh, I, I call it battle ready. We have to become battle ready. You know, in Revelations 12, Michael's battling the dragon. We were born into an, an angelic war. And the prize that Satan wants is control over the world, the earth. And each and every one of us have a unique skill set that God has given us. And we have to engage in that battle. And we need to just ask God, where do I fit in your plan, Father? in the end times and in this season that we're in where, what warrior, what, what soldier am I? And so that's what I'm asking everybody to do right now. And, you know, pray and find out because I did. And I know what my purpose is now. And God has revealed that purpose to me. And so we all are in this beautiful orchestrated time And he's calling you and knocking on your heart. The answer is yes, yes, yes. And I promise you, you will not regret it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hopefully people that are watching today will take that to heart. And we wish everybody who watched the show today and listened to it, that they they, they think deep down on how they can help and what they can do in their individual lives to to help combat what's going on with our federal government. Absolutely. Well, I, uh, Christy, uh, Chuck, I appreciate you being on here with us for the last two hours. This has been an incredible program. I will share your contact information back and forth. I do recommend, please go to Women Fighting for America, WFFA.win, W-I-N, and help her with her program because what she's doing is so incredible. We need to be part of that. Uh, With that said, thank you for being our guest today. Thank you. Thank you. From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee Across the plains of Texas, oh, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston, New York to L.A., where there's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand and